Welcome to the show. My guest is a returning guest, one of the OGs of the podcast. This is uh, writer and actor Alicia Cowan. Hey, just the writer, though. Just the writer. Well. David's being crazy with this acting thing. Well, so when you were first on our podcast, (laughs) uh, you had just uh, started writing on a series that was like you couldn't really be specific about, but it was about the south side of chicago turns out it's called south side <laughs> uh and now we're in season two the show is currently on hbo max yeah yeah. and uh for season two not only are you a writer on the series but you are also a performer you are oh in like what one of the episodes like yes like the whole episode yeah so yeah so yeah so. yeah so acting so um <laughs> yeah acting in one episode so, you know, before we get into uh, the second best story, you've never told whatever <laughs> that might be. Uh, you know, I mean, we're friends, so we talk about random stuff, but I feel like it would be great for a listener to hear a writerly response to a writer question Ooh. for anyone that's writerly, a that's writer out there who has always wanted the chance to hear from Alicia talk about screenwriting. Well, who are you? Who who is this person? I don't I'm just saying like uh general public. General public, got it. But Gym I guess top. one insider question I would love to hear your answer <laughs> on is, you know, you you work on a show where the writers many of whom or all of whom also perform on the show, so they're Yeah, also, they're series regulars. Yeah, so I guess I'm curious like how what is it like to write in a in, on a show when you know that you know the people in the room and even yourself is going to perform these lines and these scenes and like does it is it different from when you know you know you're not going to actually be acting um I, I mean for me since i had the opportunity to co-write the episode that i am acting in um yeah when you when you write it you put it in your voice as much as possible. So because because I'm not an actress, I definitely try to write more so in my voice. So I don't sound like I'm acting because I don't think I act. I just talk like how I'm the same monotone voice you're hearing right now. That's pretty much how I act because I'm not acting. So I just try to like make sure when I write the words like my own dialogue, it's very much... I don't know, as conversational maybe as it can be. So I don't feel like I have to, like, put on a performance. Even though I clearly do, but, like, I just need that to be at a very low level of performing. I just need to be Alicia on screen for well, this to be successful. <laughs> I mean, you're being modest, but uh, I – well, okay, my follow-up to that is when you – do you – if you know you're going to be performing certain scenes – 
do you hold back on what you want to write on the page or do you just go for it and you're like because i'll just write what i'm comfortable doing anyway so whatever no well the the beautiful thing about me co-writing this particular episode was that my uh <laughs> the person that i'm like primarily in this episode with is also she's a series regular she's a writer in the room um so she we like you know had a hand in also like writing each other's lines um and there's definitely a scene where I am, I was expected to be very hype in a way, if that makes sense. Um, a very intense scene that we shot on the first day <laughs> of me mm. acting. And I was already nervous, but I don't think I realized the level that I would like, I don't know, have to get to on screen. Um it, it was a lot for me for a first day, but I was happy we got it out the way the first day. Um, but that was kind of like a crash course. And like, all right, you got to... I'm not used to like at the snap of a, a finger having to be on. That is my least favorite thing to do in the world, which is probably also why I am a writer. Um, An actor. <laughs> but once you realize like you're on set, you got to do take after take. And you gotta, you got, you can't, you can't be your, I can't be my weird Alicia self and say, I don't want to do, I don't want to do any more takes. I don't want to do anything else. Um, even though I don't, cause I'm very shy. I'm a very shy human. I'm a very introverted human on camera stuff. Again, is just not really my whatever. Uh, so yes, crash course day one, even though I wrote the lines, it was still like a, an experience. But it prepped me, I think, for the rest of filming that episode. Uh, but yeah, it was weird for me. And you're worried about like, do I? How bad does this sound? Do I like? I I just had so much shit going on in my head, and then I finally had to just like let it go, and not be so paranoid. Um, even <laughs> like I was just like, yeah, if I know these lines, I know them. If I don't, I just I can make them up improv whatever I just didn't want to be a stickler for certain things so because that would kind of take me out of my zone I guess of trying to really bring this to life on screen if that makes sense wow we're talking about acting here I know well you know you're you're part of the you're part of the the fellowship (laughs) of actors uh yeah check Alicia out as Brenda Cole Brenda Cole on the show is an actor so she you, is. That's so you're playing, why that's actually great for me. Yeah, you're playing an actor. It's so goofy. Yeah, that I think that's it's why funny. it's it works because it is so goofy. The whole setup of me playing an actress, but me hating being an actress on the show. Like it's a it's a interesting, funny thing. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of meta stuff. Yeah. But yeah, for someone who doesn't like to perform uh, as like an actor. Um, yeah. No. You're you're gonna be in this whole episode i remember back in the day when you would be like oh hey yeah i gotta go to this modeling thing and uh i can't hang but uh after maybe after i can meet up and i'll be like i thought you didn't like being <laughs> on camera you're i like, don't you're listen like, yeah. david is talking about a time in my life where i was leaving my regular job i used to work at a network um and I, it was at NBC. I don't know why I said that as if that was top secret. But I used to work at NBC back in the day. I think people could look that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 
I was I was about to like quit, like leave because I was done. I was ready to just fully be a writer. An actor, yeah. Uh, no, but like the acting part didn't even enter my brain until I was like, let me take these headshots and see what happens because I was willing to do like print work or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then that turned to like commercial stuff because my agents that I happened to retrieve at the time after I submitted these headshots. They were like, you know, you don't have to like talk in these commercials. Like, you can you can get paid for like not talking. And I was like, okay, I guess send me out for commercials. <laughs> and that's how that all started. I was like, I can get money. I'm quitting my job, so maybe I should try to have some type of income coming in because I wasn't quitting per se with a huge plan. I was just like, yo, I'm gonna do what I do. I'm going to live off my 401k that I've saved for the last five and a half, six years I've been at NBC. But then I was like, let me see if I can make some other kind of money. And that's how that started. And it happened very quickly. It was very weird. Uh, my first audition was a national McDonald's commercial that I did not get a call back or anything for because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So it was like an interesting experience. I mean, that I quit multiple times. <laughs> I know, but you're always so casual about it. And, like, some people take years to get an agent. And you're like, yeah, I just have an agent now. And, like, I'm just – they send me out for stuff. I don't really want to do it. But, like – Yeah, and I'm, I – and, I'm, again, I had to also curb that mentality because I realized that that was a thing. That it everything happened very quickly. Um, And I had to stop being like, oh, I hate this. Because, again, I do have actor friends. And, yeah. So I was like, I don't want to seem like this – crazy ungrateful person but no I don't enjoy auditioning I hate it it's uh terrible um it's a a fakeness to it and I just hate it all and everyone's so bubbly and then here I am this non-bubbly monotone voice and it was terrible um, I mean, there's two monotone voices on this episode there right are. now, so this is a good. The like, world is changing. Back in the day, they wouldn't have let two monotone people have a podcast. No, this is like good for people who need to go to bed. I guess the calm <laughs> app. We're not on the calm app, but there are people who need to go to bed. If if calm wants if calm wants to pay me to do stuff for them, yeah, hit me up and Alicia. Hit hit us up. Um, so I don't even know if you have a second best story you've never told to tell, but I am excited to possibly hear what you may have to share this episode <laughs> or this just might end like right now. And that's okay too, because you know, you're friend of the pod, two time guest. Let's you know, see. You're in a, a esteemed class of guests. So I will tell this story because I would like the audience to make their own opinions on if this indeed was a real attempt at a kidnapping or not. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Okay, just got serious real fast. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, let's... But, like, I mean, some kidnappings aren't serious, you know? (laughs) So, uh... Okay. I guess if it's, like, a sorority kidnapping... No, it definitely wasn't a sorority. It was a a Russian man uh, who just randomly appeared... Jeez. On the south side of Chicago, in the hood uh, where I lived, and no Russians lived by us. Uh, and this is the man who I think almost kidnapped me. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. What? What an intro. 
Let's. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if- I also think because of that day, it made me. I was already like pretty paranoid because uh, I also had like two paranoid parents who like you know tried to make sure I was always good and and, and sheltered from the things outside on the streets. Sure. Uh, so I think it made me become a. Um, not overly paranoid, but like it put some thoughts in my head at a very young age about like you can't trust anybody. Uh, uh, well, let's uh, yeah, let's set the scene. You're you're what high school, junior high, elementary I am, school? I believe a freshman in high school. Okay, I felt like I was younger at the time, but I guess that's still what sixteen. How are 15, you? Fifteen, yeah. sixteen, yeah, Okay, so yeah, I was still, no like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. yeah, oh, that makes sense. So I was a freshman. I went to this, oh Lord, a Catholic school, all girls. Um, <laughs> yep. That, you know, wasn't in my area. So we had to, I had to take the school bus. So the school bus would pick me up on the corner. So, like, my, we lived in this apartment, like, basically on the same block as, it was like at the end of the corner, basically. Um, almost at the end of the corner. So I would go out in the mornings, wait for the bus. And I never had any issues. And this morning, I go out there. I got my little school uniform on. And I'm waiting for the bus. And where where we lived, you could literally see, like, there's a store called Jewel Osco. Um, that's just like a, it's a, a shopping grocery store, whatever. Okay. So you could pretty much see the sign from the corner, right? So... Yeah. That's evident. What that, that's what that store is. So I'm standing there. This guy, I see this like dinky, like real janky looking, like red car, pull up, like in the street, in the middle of the street. So I'm on the corner. He's like in the street. It's a but it's a neighborhood street, so it's like in, not a in the car. In the car. Okay, okay. He pulls up. He gets out of his car. And I see him like st- he stands at his door for a minute at the at the driver's side door before he like he closes it, stands at the door and he's like surveying some shit. But he's looking at me. So I'm like, OK, cool. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know why this man is getting out of his car. It's in the middle of the street. Um, He slowly he starts saying he words, but like I can't hear him because he's in the street. I'm on the corner. So I can't hear him, so he keeps, like, walking closer. And then as he, like, keeps approaching me, I can hear him say something about Jewel Osco. Do you know where Jewel Osco is? I look at him because I'm like, Jewel, you can see Jewel Osco. Like, and when he was surveying the situation, he looked in the direction of Jewel Osco. So he could see it. But also, he's not stopping his approach towards me. So now he's, like, closer to me as he keeps asking, like, where Jewel Osco is. And I was like, um, I think I pointed because, like, I didn't want him really to come any, wait, any closer. Wait, real quick. Did he just put his car in park in the middle of the street? He just put his car in the middle. Because it's, okay. it's a neighborhood street, so, like, nobody was, got you okay. know, trying to go around him or anything. Nobody was there. It was morning got, time. Okay, got it. Okay. So leaves his car. <clears throat> and mind you, actually... I can't remember if he left the door open or closed it, but I feel like he closed it. But anyway, the car was still running. 
So as he's now, he he's now almost like he can touch me if he he's now this close to me, still asking me where Jewel Osco is. And I point and I'm like, it's over there. But as I'm pointing again, he's like still walking closer. So now I'm backing up because I'm like, what? Why are you still approaching me? I don't understand. Right. So I'm backing up because I'm like, your car's in the middle of the street. Don't know what you're doing. Um. And then at one point, he's just kind of as I keep backing up from him. Now it's clear that, like, you're making me uncomfortable. He, like, kind of stops and, again, does this, like, surveying situation. And he, like, looks me kind of, like, up and down. And then he, like, keeps walking and then he just finally stops. Because I finally, like, stopped walking. I felt like I was a good enough distance away. And he, like, looks at me. And then he, he starts walking back to his car. He, like, shakes his head a little. Starts walking back to his car. And then he, like, drives off in the opposite direction of, of fucking Jewel Osco. Um, so after that day, I, or I called my dad, I think, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Some dude just, like, approached me, and, like, he got real close, and he was asking me where Jewel was, which we can all see from down the street. And then he even go in the direction of Jewel after he left me. Uh, he left his car running in the middle of the street. Like, it was just very bizarre. Um, so then that sparked my father to... Um, I want to say that's when he brought pepper spray into my life. Like he ordered some like mace, like pepper spray. Um, but that literally started my brain being like, oh my God, like I'm under attack staying on this corner. I can't like, it just was a whole weird thing. And then like all this weirdness continued until college. Like my dad bought me basically like a police baton. Um, and he like shipped it to me and I thought it was sent to me on accident until I called him and he was like did you get that thing that I sent you and I was like you sent this to me in college and he was like yeah you need protection um so like this I think I really think certain events specifically me telling them like yo I feel like this guy was trying to snatch me up in his car yeah it made them really like it activated them in a good way I guess the good parents are activated um but ever since then like my head is always on a swivel. I always feel like I'm about to be kidnapped. Um, but I'm a survivor. Uh, so I just want you all to, to know that. Uh, but, yeah. And then after that, like, I feel like my brother randomly sometimes would come stand on the corner of me. My dad would come. My mom would come. It lasted for, like, two weeks after that. And then they were like, okay, I think he's he's good. He, he's yeah. not coming back. But it was just real weird. Um and that's my kidnapping story. Wow. So I need you all to know that I was maybe almost kidnapped once. Yeah, you be, you be the judge. Uh, <laughs> if I if I'm listening to that, yeah, there's a lot of red flags of yeah. uh, no Russian people who lived in your area no. at the time. You could see the store. He didn't even go in the direction of the store after I told him. He's walking up to me. I'm walking back. You're a grown man. You're still walking up to me. Um, were you at the uh, bus pickup alone at the time? Mm-hmm. Or were there other kids? No. Just you? Okay. Nah. I was, I, where was we? we I mean, we lived, no. No other <laughs> hood kids were catching buses to go to all white school in the burbs, basically, <laughs> what that situation was. <laughs> that was why I was being shipped to uh, this school that wasn't in the neighborhood. So, yeah. That. And that's why I'm a writer, guys. Yeah, I 
I started writing that day, I was almost kidnapped. I that guess, like, I, I don't want to go down you this You want to know the guy's name? I don't know. No, I just, I don't, I don't want to go down this path, but I was like, <laughs> what, what stopped him? I think, honestly, and I mean, I could be overconfident, but, um, and I mean, I, I was, again, I was smaller then than I even am now because I was in high school. Yeah. But I feel like me backing up, I don't know if that, like, signaled to him that, like, oh, this might not be easy. Like, sh- this girl's not just about to let me take her to my car. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. So I feel like that kind of did it. Because um, my second, I'm just going to run. Like, you're not going to catch me, uh, sir. So that was my next thing that I was yeah. probably going to do. I wasn't uh, going to try to fight this man. I was thinking he was assessing if he could pull this off and was like, no. I think he really thought he could. Um, but... It's and I and again I don't know but I watch a lot of documentaries about murder and stuff. Sure. I also think why did you come to the hood to try to steal a black kid? Did you think nobody was gonna care about me if I went missing? Like I don't know. So much shit went through my head that day. I was just like, why did this random um, white dude come over here and try to take me? Uh, he could have went to his own neighborhood. I don't know. That's weird. And Russian. Yeah, he could have just went back to Russia. I'm also saying this man is Russian based off of my freshman high school at the time what I thought a Russian accent sounded like. Okay. But I'm pretty sure he was Russian. I mean He could have been eight billion other things, but uh We're not no one listens to this in Russia, so <laughs> I think you can say Russian's fine. Well, if he's listening, I want you to know, sir, you changed my life that day. But he's probably not alive actually. He was already old like when I, I was a freshman, so he's probably dead, no? Yeah, he's not watching Southside. I wish he would. I mean, we all should. I'm. I'm we all should. I haven't seen your episode yet, but I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I've seen your other episodes. Oh, yeah. Uh, your season one appearance. I saw that. That was fun. My appearance, yeah. That was a nice little snippy, little perfect scene, size scene for me. And then... It was cool because, like... Uh, Nobody knew not, who I was. I don't not think. not to tangent off you you almost being kidnapped, but I feel like you, <laughs> I feel like you almost did. It sounded like I was. There was guaranteed. There's too many like guaranteed. Too many red flags. Leaving your car running. Like what are you doing? Yeah, it just he tried to. Ugh, ah, that's gross. That's creepy, man. Yeah, but I like that you owned at one point a full on nightstick. Oh, police. I still have it. It's under my bed. Oh dang. Yeah, still have it. Did you have you ever? practice trying to use it like so it like it has two i want to say levels but you know it you can whip out whip it out like like so you hold there's a base and then when you whip it out another extension like pops out oh dang um i used to keep it in my car but then i don't know i just felt like that was going to be used as a weapon against me i wasn't real confident when i was when i had it in my car back in the day keeping it under my bed makes me feel better but i i the whipping it's just stuck now like so <laughs> i can't even whip it out so i'm always prepared because it's all it's already out now you know what yes. i mean yeah yeah uh i can send you a picture if you want just so you know this is a real story um sure yeah i mean no one listening is gonna see that picture but that's cool yeah i'll wow, look at it we don't have that kind of technology yet huh no, I I uh, I still do the 
podcast with no video podcast. I prefer that. I'm old school. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know now people record themselves. They do. Doing an audio podcast. And I'm like, yeah, that's not my. Unless it was like animated, that'd be cool. But like, I don't really want to. Yeah. Yeah. Animated would be a different thing uh, in a different future conversation. I guess I could have with whatever large company wants to acquire yeah. this podcast. But um. It's a lot of work, a lot of memory space in your hard drive to record video. Anyways. It's a lot. Anyways. It, it really is. Uh, well, uh, man, it. I, I guess you, yeah, this is your second story on the podcast, also morbid. I would say, <laughs> like, the other one was. That's so weird. Is that really, I think that's the story of my life. Like, the first one was morbid in that, like, your mom likes to go to funerals, Loved like, for it. fun. Yeah. But and what she would take me. That was the Yeah. Problem. But that was, yeah. like, kind of funny. Very funny. This one's more like, it's not funny, but. I will, think. The way you're telling it is humorous because, <laughs> you know, you're a comedy writer and actor, so. Yeah. But, I mean, if we really want to be weird with this, we could say that maybe I'm playing a cop on TV because. I was almost kidnapped, and I want to uphold the law as an adult. Oh, that's deep. Who? It's not uh, real, but that's right. Brenda Cole, <laughs> the character, is an actor who plays a police officer on a fictitious, yeah, like cop show. It's thing. really just that wounded little Alicia that was almost kidnapped. Wow! And, wow! Look at that! Look at how you can make anything sound like a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, most bullshit I just spewed. No, that was, I mean. Do people curse on here? I'm sorry. I, I've said a few. Uh, yeah, people do. I okay, mean, good. I, don't I mean, no bad. one's paying me to do this, so Great. it's it's pretty free reign. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Um, Just to make sure. Uh, but yeah, no, I. I don't get fined by you or anything. No. Okay. Um, but since you last been on the podcast, um, others. Have been fined? Have, no. Oh. Have, have listeners have found the series from all over the world, which is really crazy. Ooh. Not a lot, but it's still cool. I, that's very cool. When you're like, oh, <laughs> someone in Singapore heard this? Like, yeah. whoa. You got Singapore fans. Yeah, Singapore. Uh, shout out to, where else? Um, Dubai. Not yet. Uh, Canada. Ooh, I love I like Canadians. Canada. Yeah, yeah. Canadians Canada's cool. Uh, we so got some, a little bit of London. I like uh, that. Some Hong Kong. Ooh. Or... Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It's we're uh, s- some some Spain. Oh. I thought you said space. I was like, wow. Well, space would be yeah, Jeff Bezos. Wow, he's, li- he's listening to your your podcast. Uh, probably not, but he could give you all the money. That would be so weird, though. Yeah. If uh, a billionaire did. Yeah. Are are the billionaires listening? Yeah, I mean, because we want your money. Thank you. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, so, I guess, th- how, how do you feel? Uh, I guess I should ask this question. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know the drill. How do you feel now that you, you know that people will know that you've shared a story about like you almost got kidnapped when you were in high school, and I, I feel like it's legit. Oh, like, it is. It's like super sounding legit. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> my life. I think I had this uh, discovery last time when I was on this podcast about, like, maybe it's part of the reason why I am how I am with my mom taking me to funerals. Yeah. I feel like I just had a full circle moment where I feel like that almost kidnapping 
that near kidnapping made me who I am today. Wow. Yeah. It made me the person that loves murder docs, loves survival docs, loves kidnapping docs. I love all that. I watch it on a daily basis. That's wild. Given that what happened to you, I'd be I like, know. I'm a bit, I would be the opposite. But you know what? I love studying how people got away from stuff. Like that mm. is my favorite thing to do. I don't think I was watching stuff like that back then, but I think it makes sense. So, um, there we have it. Well, uh, well, I'm glad you got to share, got to go full circle. Me too. Uh, twice. Twice. Uh, so you did that in the other episode. Check out that other episode if you're Check it out. a fan Funerals. of the pod. It's yeah. a happier story. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Alicia, for being on the podcast. Uh, we are real life friends, so we're about to go eat some we bur- are. burritos from San Diego. Right. Which is exciting. Uh, it is. Shout out to my spouse for getting the food from San for Diego. For getting the food and then hacking uh, Instagram. Yeah, hacking Instagram to let Alicia know that she's going to bring some burritos for her. So um, yeah, I didn't think she was a real person. No, she's real. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, Alicia, congrats on HBO Max Southside Season 2. Southside? Uh, check her out. She writes on the episodes and also will be featured heavily in one of oh, them Lord. as Brenda Cole, actor who plays a police <laughs> officer based off of Alicia's real life relatable crime like experiences. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. I think that worked out well. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> hey, if you'd like to know when our next new episode comes in, it's easy. You can subscribe for best story I never told. That's right, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher.